the Public News Service Daily Newscast, February the 9th, 2024. I'm Mike Clifford. Questions from members of the U.S. Supreme Court Thursday seem to suggest the majority will not boot former President Donald Trump from Colorado's November ballot or allow other Democratic-leaning states like New Mexico to do so. David Becker, who leads the Center for Election Innovation and Research, believes the justices will base their decision on whether one state can disqualify a candidate seeking national office. There seem to be a lot of concern that this could lead to either chaos with a lot of different decisions coming from states or whether this would mean that one state could effectively decide this very important issue for all of the states. And it seemed like, to some degree, all nine justices had some concern about that. The Colorado Supreme Court earlier ruled that Trump should be prevented from returning to the White House because he participated in the January 6, 2021 insurrection at the nation's capital. I'm Roz Brown. Earlier this week in a separate lawsuit against Trump, a federal appeals court ruled he is not immune from prosecution for trying to overturn the 2020 election. And a $95 billion bill that includes aid for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan advanced in the U.S. Senate on Thursday after Republicans blocked compromise legislation that included a long-sought overhaul of immigration policy. That from Reuters. They report that senators did back a procedural motion on a vote of 67 to 32. 17 Republicans voted in favor in a surprising shift after they blocked the broader bill on Wednesday. Reuters reports there is no immediate word on when the 100-member chamber will consider final passage. And looking to tackle inequitable education funding across the state, Pennsylvania's governor, Josh Shapiro, has unveiled a new budget that includes a major boost in public school spending. More now from our Danielle Smith. The proposal would direct an additional $1 billion towards K-12 education, affecting more than 1.7 million students. Pennsylvania State Education Association Vice President Jeff Nye calls it a historic investment aimed at leveling the playing field for districts that have long been underfunded. It is a great step. We have to see how those funds are allocated and how they are used in our districts, but we are very happy with that number. The budget includes $50 million for school safety and security improvements. Nye points out that the budget incorporates recommendations from the Basic Education Funding Commission to develop a comprehensive solution for K-12 education funding. The governor's budget also includes a minimum wage increase to $15 an hour for school support staff. The union hopes that school districts will be able to raise minimum teacher salaries to $60,000 as starting pay currently lags behind neighboring states. This is Public News Service. Members of the American Postal Workers Union are calling for more staffing and better pay to reduce turnover. They say the problem is affecting mail delivery, particularly in rural areas. An audit by the Office of the Inspector General last year found the U.S. Postal Service lost almost 60 percent of its non-career employees in 2022. APWU California President Gary Davis says smaller rural post offices in towns like Alturas and Truckee are hit the hardest. These offices are understaffed in that northeast corner of the state due to the fact of not enough housing, In those areas, the wages are not high enough for the people to work in that area. I'm Suzanne Potter. The Postal Service goal is 95% on-time delivery. However, the agency's most recent performance report shows about 83% of first-class mail 
and 92% of marketing mail is delivered on time. Florida's community health centers are raising concerns about their own financial health due to what they say are inadequate Medicaid reimbursement rates. The centers are urging lawmakers to adjust the rates to cover what they found to be a gap of $106 or just over 42% for every Medicaid patient visit. Bradley Hermans with Suncoast Community Health Centers in Hillsborough County says filling the funding gap could enable them to expand services and even open new clinics. And he says failure to do so would force them to curtail or close some services, disproportionately affecting low-income populations. And the population is just growing exponentially around here, and that just drives the additional need for additional services. So you can kind of see where, you know, where you start to get that crunch between, you know, revenue and then what's expected of a community health center. Senate Bill 7016, touted as a plan to increase the state's health care workforce. I'm Tremel Gomes. Finally, Mark Moran lets us know that wildlife advocates are calling on the Biden administration to tighten regulations protecting right whales. Defenders of Wildlife says since 2017, there have been 37 documented right whale deaths in the U.S. and Canadian waters. The group's Jane Davenport says that represents 20% of the right whale population. Defenders supports the Biden administration's proposal to impose seasonal speed limits on vessels 35 feet and longer that slow the boats down during the whale's busiest times. Vessels would have to slow to 10 nautical miles an hour or less while they're going through that zone. This is Mike Clifford. Thank you for ending your week with Public News Service member and listener supported. Here's on Interesting Radio Stations, your favorite podcast platform. You can always find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.